It is a teacher's yeah. life. And talking about a teacher's life, what was going on on the ground floor of your apartment block, Ross? <laughs> um, two people were cuddling and agreeing a lot. They were she cuddling? She was enjoying the agreeing. Really? Agreeing on everything, yes. Did you record it so we could have a soundbite? <laughs> I wish. My mic isn't that big. Who uh, <laughs> But he's... But you'd think after that sort of workout, he'd be fine. But he's just gone into his car and he's gone to the gym. Oh, really? Yeah. How do you know that, by the way, that he's gone to... Did he tell you? Did he say, listen, I've just done my missus. I'm off to the gym. Well, no, he turned Keep her busy. The <laughs> well, the fact that he turned around and said, I'm just, I'll be back from the gym in a minute, you know, that kind of gave it away. But you know. <laughs> I wish I could claim to be a super sleuth, but that's as far as my powers go. <sighs> so anything happening in the uh or maybe as good as that in the in the world of Perchy? You're in the UK now, aren't you? I am in the UK at the moment, yes. I'm here for a week or more. So yeah. Uh, all things are good, mate. I know it's even better that you can have a new microphone for next show so we don't have the yes. snap crackle and pop stuff. Although if snap crackle and pop that that is it's owned by Kellogg's, right? Yeah. We got nearly yeah. We got nearly a thousand downloads. So if you want to sponsor us, send us a few boxes. That'll be fine. You don't need to send any to Perchy because I mean, <laughs> it makes all the noise anyway. All right, let's get right. Let let's get right into first of all uh, into some of the questions we've got. We've got quite a few, which was really cool, really really cool. And we'll start off with Matt Tombstone on Reddit. He asks, if you could be any dinosaur, what would it be and why? Uh, um, uh, what? Dinosaur. Dinosaur. Ah, uh, T-Rex. Is that, is that it? Why? Oh, I want the flying one. What's the flying one? Oh, pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Yeah, I just, I just, I, I've been watching a lot of um, YouTube, and there's a lot of them, uh, what they call drone things, and I think I just like the aerial view at the minute. So a bit of pterodactyl in. What about you, James? What's the ones with like the spiky back one? Stegosaurus. Yeah, I'm going with that one. Just looks cool, doesn't it? I would want to be a feathery Velociraptor. Fair enough. You know that all dinosaurs actually did have feathers, right? And that birds that we see today are dinosaurs. I've heard of that. No, it's it's now proven. It's now a. It was uh, now it's it's a fact. Yeah, so that's. Even the T-Rex? All of them. All of them. Ah. Yeah. You know, see, guys. The more you know. So that hopefully has answered your question, Matt Tombstone. Let's get right on to the Bournemouth game. Guys, what did you think? I think we'll start off with Purgy. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I thought we were... Um, I thought we were brilliant. I thought um, we looked controlled, I think. That if it finished four 0 I think you wouldn't be wouldn't have looked out of place. I thought we were that good. Um, I think it's funny, isn't it? Because all of last season we would have been saying that our biggest issues are at the back, and we have no issues at the front, and it's all kind of flipped, hasn't it? I think mean, we've got no issues now, really, up until the final three, which is a concern, right? I think whether we we can sit there and dress up an amazing game, and it was, I think. It Grand scheme thing, it was a very good result. I think we were controlled, but the fact is, is that front three has scored one goal in three games. I think 
we have to be critical on that side of things. Have you have you just gone in two footed and negative already? No, I'm not being negative. It's, it's constructive. It's called constructive. 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 Yeah, that yeah, should be the that, that, title of this that, show. Constructive. Because you know that every podcast right now is going to be called I'm Loving Ange instead, right? I mean, every yeah, pod is going to be called that. So we're going to call ours Constructive. Let's write that one down. How do you spell it? Constructive. Oh, God. I don't need. People are going to read that and they think we. we uh, we're, def- we're, we're definitely, definitely dyslexic, constructive. Oh, so yes. why why have why why have you why have you why have you done a two-footed scissor lunge on the front three, a Romero uh, two-footed scissor lunge? Because I'll be honest, I think that's let, 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 let's be honest, right? I mean, I thought Kulu and Sun got more in the game. But we've got a glaring problem at number nine. Whether we we have to be honest with it now, we can't sugarcoat it. Richarlison is the weak link in the team. Listen, I thought we were brilliant, by the way. Let, 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 I wanted to get this bit over with quickly because I wanted to talk about how amazing... Sounds like, it sounds like you're trying to justify it, so I've gone. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm, I am to a certain extent trying to justify it, but let's be honest, though. He had an awful game, Richarlison did. We can gloss it anything over. I thought he was awful. But but the rest of the team were brilliant. By the way, I thought... Big shout-outs to the likes of Adoji. I thought Adoji, for that goal, by the way, for Kulazesi's goal, all the applaud. It's got to go for Adoji there. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and for the first goal, I mean, the, goal, the, the finish looked so simple by Madison, but it was class of a finish. And uh, Pape Matasar, that pass into him was brilliant. And... Uh, Basuma just before that was brilliant as well. So, where you think I'm being negative? I'm not being negative. It's, it's being critical, but I thought there was so many more positives and negatives. But you have to, you have, you can't not talk about Richarlison because I think you have to. Bring we'll up. we'll talk about him in a in a bit. So, what do you think that the game against United was better than this one, or do you think this one was better? What do you think, Perch? Um, that's a good question. I think. You'd always go, oh, beat Man United, blah, blah, blah. But I thought what we showed against Bournemouth just showed that it wasn't a flash in the pan, right? I think that's a good way to, that's the best way to describe it. Beating United, yeah, but you could have easily completely undone all the good work of you beating Man United at, at home by losing to Bournemouth away, right? So I think it's good, it's good, it's, it's a good, let's be honest, three games in, seven points. Good start to the season, really good. Um, so yeah, you could have easily undone all the good work, and then at least we did it. And I thought we were brilliant. I genuinely thought we were brilliant. So it was a good, really, really good result. All right, Ross, can you be a bit more positive? Oh, that weight of pass from Potsar to um, Madison for That's someone quality. so young was just oh, because all it, it you, it's what you can tell it was a good pass because he scuffed it in. Um, he'll hit better shots that go flying over, but the weight of pass was just brilliant. The, the click in defence between um, Sticky Vicky, Romero and Van Der Ven, that's come on leaps and bounds. And Porro's defending's improved because everyone at the beginning of the season was like, he can't defend, he can't do this, he can't do that. But look at him now. He's, him and Adoki have transformed our uh, fullbacks. Um, the Richie problem, it's only a problem if, I think, give him a couple more games. I always think five games because I mean, how many times did Kane not score in August? 
I think it was only a couple of seasons out of the 10 he was with us or whatever it was that he didn't score. Sonny does need to score as well, but the fact that yeah, Decky's off the mark um, will help us. And I've just looked through the top scorers in the Premier League. Only Haaland and the guy for Forest, Iwomnier, oh, so I've murdered that name, um, as out-and-out out number nines are the only ones that have scored, I think. It's predominantly That's not, I wingers. Would say, I think, uh, yeah, but I, get, I do get your point, but the thing is, is you've got to remember, like what I would say on that, though, is more, like, if Richarlison's not scoring, I want to see what he's done in the game. I can't, I'll be honest, what, what did he do in the game? I yeah, he second was... half he seemed to yeah second half he seemed to lose his head a bit and then I think that's, that's when that's, that's, that, him. Do, do you know what I mean? That's my worry, right? Like, listen, I'm, I've got like I've, I've always say this about this. Like, Charles is not a goal scorer, right? He doesn't score goals, whether we like or not. His best goal output is 13 goals for Everton. So I now now, but what I do want to see is go fine. If you're not going to score goals, show me what you've got involved. Show me what you can do in the game to in, involve yourself in the game. And I, just, I think he's overworked. He's working too hard. He's trying his hardest. Yeah. But it's a worry, right? Like you, we, Look, I know you said about five games, and I was very much in that sort of ballpark of you've got to give him a run of games. But the manager can't keep picking if he's not scoring goals. You can, you can uh, like the play. You can do whatever. But if he's, not, if he's not doing anything, if he's not offering anything, I saw a stat that was incredible yesterday. Madison is one goal contribution away from equaling what Richardson got since he's been at Tottenham. Let that sink in. We're not. We're not even in September, right? Hmm. Just so. Then does Richardson have to? Does Richardson have to change his mindset and think if he drops a little bit deeper and becomes a creator, a bit like when Firmino had it, Sane. At, no, not yeah. No, Mane and Salah. He, I think he's better off doing that because you're right. He's not an out-and-out goal scorer. I mean, he scored five in one season for Watford. He got 43 in 135 games for Watford, and obviously he's only got one goal in the league for us against Liverpool last season. So it does become concerning if other people aren't scoring. Definitely. Oh, can I dispel a myth? Sorry, sorry to interrupt me. So I have heard quite a few podcasts and. Uh, watched a few YouTube vids after the game on Saturday. Um, and a lot of them have said the same thing, which is that you've got to understand that Ange Postacoglu's strategy and tactics don't involve the number nine scoring a lot of goals. Where did that come from? For instance, do any of you know who Kyogo Furuhashi is? Yep. How many goals did he score in... Postacoglu's last season. I'll I'll give you I'll, one minute, but without without googling, let's let's do a poll. So A is seven, B is fifteen, and we'll just do C saying thirty-five. Wait, he scored. Um, I, so how many goals? He scored what fifteen, didn't he? I, thirty-five I, goals in all competitions. And if you okay. look back at at. Angie's number nine, they score goals. And the problem is that Tifo on YouTube released a video which was wrong and they said that the number nine, all he does is press to open up gaps for the other player. Yes, that's his job, but his main job is to score. And I guarantee, I guarantee that Postacoglu is saying to him, you know, in, 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 in the best possible way, I trust you and it's going to come 
but get your head right get it in the same place there was i don't know if you lot saw it on twitter but there was a bit when richarlison loses the ball and you can hear uh postacoglu screaming did you have you seen that clip i mean have you seen yeah, it yeah, yeah i think i know what, what does he scream what does he say to him like get your fucking uh what's it get it under control i can't actually remember but i can't, I can't, I can't remember what exactly what it was but yeah i heard it but but the, the bit I wanted him to yeah, I get what you're saying, but the problem is when we talk about the goal scoring side thing. Listen, if you're not scoring goals, do something, right? Get involved in the game. I didn't see what he done, I think. And the one when he he did that skill to knock it, like try and pass the keeper, just said everything that was wrong about him at the moment. Any other moment, you go, just shoot. Hit it across goal, it goes in bottom left. But he doesn't. He tries to do the the trick to get it past the keeper for a tap-in and then it allows their left-back to get involved and block the ball. Um, yeah, and you're just like, you're, look, you're, over, you're clearly overthinking it, right? It's overthinking, and we, but how long until we go until he keeps to his scores, right? Well, I, look, I thought the first half he did all right. It wasn't, I think, no, it wasn't great, okay? It wasn't, he's not on the same level as the rest of the players. I, I don't know what it is, he's... he's He's the only one in the starting eleven that doesn't seem to be getting it, right? But that can be down to a multitude of things. Maybe there's stuff going on in his life that we're not privy to and it's just really affecting him. And Angie's saying, you know, it's going to stick with him because obviously there's no one else other than Dane Scarlett. I mean, we can talk about Brennan Johnson, I think with the early podcast, who's called, who's called him by his actual name and not Brendan. But we, we, can, we can maybe talk about Brennan Johnson in a bit. But there is no alternative, right? And we don't know what's going on right now. As I said, in the first half, he, he played all right. Not great. It wasn't at the same... It literally wasn't at the same level. And if you picture this, right, there's two different levels. There's a lower level. There's one player. And then the other 10 are on a higher level. And the, the one on the low level was Richarlison for me. And he has been all season. So sooner or later, he's going to have to try and get onto the other level. In the second half, though, I don't know what happened, but he he wasn't he wasn't at the races, not for me anyway. I thought that the I thought that the players played really well. I thought this was the best game of the season, and I think the more games that we're playing, the more that we're going to see the Postecoglou effect come in come into play. So that's obvious. Uh, you're going to start to see a lot more passes, especially when you have players creating various partnerships. And you're sort of seeing that around the pitch. But for some reason, when it comes to Richarlison, I'm not seeing the partnerships there. Do you know what I mean? It's like his first touch seems to be a tackle at the moment. And as I said, we don't know why. But I think let's... Have we covered the game enough, do you think? I mean, we've gone for 15 yeah. minutes. I mean, in that 15 yeah, minutes, we figured out that, that Ross has raunchy neighbours... And uh, we're going to sort out the snap, crackle and pop issue yeah. on purchase, Mike. But I, I think look, the game was great. We won 2-0. I think there's a lot more to come, and especially on the partnerships thing. And can we talk about Brennan Johnson then? Yeah, go on. Let's talk about So it. I'll be honest. I've seen Forrest play twice since they've been in the Premier League. And he was never a player that stood out for me. To be fair, I was probably on my phone while the game was going on, so I wasn't, and I wasn't looking out for him. 
Do you know what I mean? It was the it's the Gibbs White player that I that everyone was raving about that I was sort of looking at. And again, I didn't think he was amazing. I did see the game against Manchester United and I thought Gibbs White was good. I didn't see all of it though. So the bits I did see, Gibbs White was great. I didn't hear Brennan Johnson's name once. Was he playing? I don't know. What do you guys think of him? Um, with with what Brennan Johnson, I would suggest he's a bit of a one trick pony. But what he is, what he is a one trick pony at is exactly the opposite of what Kuluzeski is as a one trick pony. So he's the opposite of that. Um, the money is balmy that it's been touted for this kid. I think it's way, way over the price tag. But the likes of Brentford, the likes of Chelsea are on the knocking at the door for him and are happy to pay that sort of money. So, listen, it's one. It's a hard one, isn't it? The manager wants him. If the manager wants him, I'm happy. If the manager signed off with it, I'm okay with it. But it's a bit underwhelming, right? I think that's the key one. I think the word underwhelming is the right word to put for it. But listen, I'm not, I'm not massively going to die on a hill against it. But, yeah, that's my only concern. Ross, what do you think, mate? I think it's worth a gamble. I've got a um, fellow Forest fan who does his Simpsons account, and I was talking to him about it yesterday, and he said that he can play as a nine as much as a right winger. He's a bit like the right a right-sided uh, Rashford, but he's Welsh, so I think with the British kind of tax, as people called it, that's why he's fifty million because he's homegrown. Um, and that's going to be a big, that'll be a big bonus as well. Because I think we, I think we're okay for um, homegrown, but it's quality homegrown. And we also don't know who's going to be leaving this week. Uh, but no, I, with Johnson, he's really quick. He's really direct. He seems to be a very much a Ange type forward. It depends what happens with Sonny. If um, because my feeling is with Son, if he starts the game as the number nine or the top of that three, he has a better game for some reason. I think about the game away to Man City in the Champions League run. I think he started up top in the um, Etihad game. He had a really storming game. And there's been a few of them as well, where when he started the game as the number nine, he's been perfect. So I'm wondering if Johnson just fills in that gap. Or and just seen something and he's gone, right, I think I can turn him into a really good number nine. But as Purchase said, if Ange has signed off on it, oh, who's, who are we to question it? Well, so what Ange is, is great at is spotting talent. And he's... I'm not, I'm not making this up. I just heard it from other, other pods. That he's... And it's a few players who have said it. That he's very, very good at spotting talent, especially in Asia. And so I don't think we should feel underwhelmed. You know, if... Uh, if we go and sign a player for let's say seven million from the from the Japanese league, I can't remember what the Japanese league is called. In fact, I don't think so. I can't remember. I don't think I've ever known what it's called. So let's J League. Oh, is it? Of course it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So if we go and sign a player who no one has ever heard of from the J League, and he turns out, you know, after a few let's say a few months, he turns into some fantastic player, then. I don't think we should feel a bit disheartened. I know it's only been three games in, but I think this man has earned our trust. I mean, he's earned Robbie Robbie Williams's trust. And so we we just need to go with it. And as I said, Brennan Johnson, I was watching the game 
against Manchester United and I don't remember him having a great game in fact I was sort of trying to look out for him and I don't remember him doing anything to any effect did he actually do anything am I talking rubbish in that game he didn't score did he, he or? Had a couple of, no he had a couple of runs I did try to keep a beady eye out on him um, he, he just looked like he made a really good but then I only saw the highlights so you're not really seeing if he's doing it he looks like a real hard worker though um, he's a, he's a, he's, he's, a, he's got a lot of pace, hasn't he? That's the key one here, really. Isn't yeah. He, I think that he's he's a very very fast player. The only thing is, is the only negative I will put out on it is that necessary now where what he will be good at is if we ever need to hit on the counter, which we don't play that way anymore. But what you have is you've got an outboard board then, right? Like. When you're playing against him and you want to hit on the counter, you've got a player that can do that, right? We haven't really got energy in, in that front three. That's, the, I think, one of the key worries that we've had for a while is there's not a lot of legs in that attacking three. If you get him in, he will offer that, right? So, I mean, that's the sort of positive spin on it, right? I mean, he's a very, very fast player, so you've got a little bit of something different there. But why are we stockpiling on wingers again? I mean, we'll have three in each side if we get him in. But is he That's a winger? Right. Yeah. Are you sure? Right-sided right winger, mate. Yeah, I no, I I know that that's where he's playing right now. But he's always played. Well, he's played. He's played down the middle as well in patches. But I wouldn't say that is his number one position. If that makes sense. Hmm. I don't know, mate. All I know is that we've we've just got to trust this guy. You know, uh, I'm talking about the boss. We just got to. Yeah. I agree with that. And I don't believe that he would sanction a fifty million pound that's a lot of money by the way. Ridiculous. That's a lot of money. And I don't think he'd sanction it and like I saw I saw on Twitter when people were saying it's a, it's gonna be a club signing. They don't know Daniel Levy at all. He'd never spend fifty million on a club signing. That ain't happening. I mean that wasn't was that a club signing? Well what well, well. James, uh, I'll be honest, this the club signing line, I'll say it now. The club I suppose they're all club signings, right? I mean, it's I not say, like... I, I, that's exactly what I say. So whenever, whenever I hear, oh, he's a club signing, he's in every single player in. Because if that was the case, why would Perisic do it? Yeah, I know. But what, was... but what but what people are referring to as club signing, I think this came up with that interview with uh, with uh, Parmesan Pulis, where what he was trying to get at was that this wasn't a player that was on his list to make a difference. This was a player that was bought as an asset to then sell on at a later date, hopefully improve and sell on for a lot more money. That's we're what that, we're that's not selling Brennan Johnson for loads more than fifty million quid, right? Well, we don't know. Like, I get it. Well, we don't know, do it, we? But I'd get it if it was a. My point, but my point being is, 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 let's be honest. In five, six years' time, let's just say hypothetically, what is he? We now all of a sudden say he's going to be worth one hundred and fifty million quid. I'm just, just, I'm just, just spouting here. But I'd get it if it was a ten million. I know I, I agree to a certain extent, Ross, but let's be honest. I don't think I would be absolutely. I think the club would be absolutely mad if we're thinking that that's how it works, right? Listen, I think we have to be realistic. Listen, I I have my opinions on the ownership of this club, but I don't think that would be the one that we would do. Like that's not where I would see it going. If we go and sign Brennan Johnson, I would be, and they're saying, oh, it's because. This, and then we'll know because if he doesn't play him right, but the manager can't be at a stage where he goes, "Now nah, I don't want this guy." Like, why would you be spending fifty million quid on a player? I get it if it's an academy player, right? We go, we're bringing a player that's sixteen from I don't know Sheffield United from their academy, and we've we've touted him. They've come into the academy. I get all that. 
not for someone that's fifty million pound that's going to be in your first team. For fifty million quid, you expect him to start, start every week, right? Yeah, he probably will do. If we get him, if yeah. the deal's done, we probably will do. I wasn't too pleased to hear that Sanchez might be part of the deal, though. Because if that's the case, and it looks like... Why? I mean, if that's the case, and it looks like Dyer won't play another second again, oh, I, don't think, I don't think Sanchez has been awful this season when he's, when he's played. So I'll tell you something about Sanchez, right? And then Rush, you can come in. Sanchez is the type of player that he he makes mistakes, right? He's just one of those... You must have worked with people who make mistakes all the time. Thing is, when given the time and the space, he can rectify those mistakes. The problem under Conte, especially Mourinho, was that we were playing such a low block, it was a minus block, that he had no space and no time to correct his mistakes. Okay, but under Poch, he does have that he does have that that luxury. And he's also got some belief now. Is he 27, I think? So he's still he's sort of coming into his prime, and I'd love to see him in his prime. Under Posto, did I say Poch? By the way, you got to start correcting me. Uh, Posto Coglu, sorry, he's he's coming into his prime, and if he can come into his prime under Posto Coglu, then then fantastic. And I, I wouldn't want to see him to. I wouldn't want. I mean, I did last year. I, I didn't want to see him anywhere near our club. Um, still supported him when he played. Never booed him or anything. But um, that'd be weird, right? Booing from your couch. I bet there are weirdos yeah. who do that, but. That, that's what I mean. I, I, I think that he, he shouldn't be a make-weight. And if that happens, if he does go, then we definitely need to go and sign another centre-back. No, I, I agree with that. I agree. Like, you don't get rid of him if you don't bring someone else in. But for me, if, you, if, he, if, he, if he shrinks the deal to halfway and it's a £25 million deal with Sanchez going the other way, you've got to do it, right? I mean, but I do agree with what you're saying, though, is that if that's the case, then I would expect another centre-half to come in. I mean, whether we like it or not, and I mean, the bar is so low, he is the third best centre-half in the club right now. Whether we like it or not, I mean, I can't stand the idea of it, but he, like the, the reality of it is, is we've got some very, very bad centre-backs in our squad right now, and he's the third best one, which says it all. Listen, but it's one of those, if it's, if it's part of the deal, but the deal shrinks the deal by half, then yeah, go for it. But that means you've still got to go and buy another centre-half. Right, so do you think it's going to happen this deal? Actually, uh, I think yeah. we should wait for the Ross report, which is coming in a bit. Oh yes, we like the Ross report. Yeah, well we've well we'll see we'll see we'll see how we'll see how it goes. You've got a great jingle, by the way, for it. Um, so I have to try and work that. How we're going to work that one in? The last thing is, I would say, we all know that um, Andrew's come out, especially he got interviewed by Sky. I think it was after the Man U game. He said, "Look." Nothing is going to go through transfer wise without me saying so. So, yeah, we've got to, we've got to trust him. I think, and it, it'll be interesting to see what happens this week. Levy cannot cannot ruin a great chance of giving this lovely Australian guy what he needs. He's not going to get everything he needs because it's one transfer. Greek you know. Greek guy, sorry. I mean, you have to correct Greek, yourself. Greek, yeah, Greek, there you go. Yeah. Thanks. We, sorry. Um, so this lovely Greek guy, edit that, um, got to give him what he needs and what we can give him. If that's a couple of defenders, go get them. If it means waiting for Ivan Tony, who I don't really rate, but that's my opinion, um, then wait till January. That's fine, but don't waste this chance, please, Daniel, if you're listening. He, he won't be, Donna might be, but I, I uh, by the way, 
Percy, what was all that saying that I love Donna Maria Cullen on your I am, on your I am stream? I'm just saying she she came on she came on my stream and she was in the chat. I just said Don't that wasn't really the Donna. It wasn't really the Don. It wasn't Don. Hey, it hey, was, I'm just saying. Donna oh, Marie Cullen donated to my stream. I'm, that's the name I've got to take it on face value. Hold on, her name. Her name was Donna Marie. No, it's just Donna Cullen on it. But, but mm. it said on. It just said on. I just said no, no. James from the Hotspur Way podcast loves you. Make sure you check it out. Hey, it's just publicity, you know. Oh, fair enough. Like, I, I, I think we can talk about like ins and outs uh, in the midweek pod. I've just sprung that on the guys, everyone. I, they didn't know we might do a midweek pod, but because we're because we're playing on Tuesday, that's why we're recording now. And so I think that it's good for us to do a a look back at the Fulham game. Hopefully, we've won it, and then a look forward to who are we playing on the weekend. Burnley. Burnley. At Turf Moor. Two Turf away games or three away games, if you include the three cup game. Three away games back to back. Wow. Okay. Coach needed as well by the sounds of things. Why? I didn't hear what happened to the Aston Villa coach. Oh got, yeah, um, that was mad, weren't it? It got a brick through it from, and it got, I say attacked, but it got done up by a load of what did that? Fans. Oh, it, oh, okay. Because if you've been to Aston, it's a, it's an absolute shithole. I mean, shithole is paradise compared to what Aston is. So if it happened in Aston, fair enough. That's like day-to-day, you know, stuff that happens. But all those, all those fans from Ashton have all just completely switched off right now. We do love you if you're from Ashton. I, I like that you call you call them Ashtonites. I mean, uh, it's Ashtonite, As- Aston. There's no H in it, but I mean, you can oh, carry on calling it Ashton if you want. I do know a friend called Ashton. Maybe he's listening. Hi, Ashton. We're very, we apologise for purchase behaviour towards you and your name. But um, let's talk about Big Ange and the effect that he uh, he's had on people. Now, I think you must have heard the Robbie Williams song. So it's what, what it is. We had, who was it on Twitter that first did it? I can't remember, but there's a, there's a, who, who was it? James Black, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So James Black, um, he was at the stadium, wasn't he, when he did it? Yeah, well, he's the he's the guitar guy. Yeah, yeah, but he's he, the guitar guy. Yeah, he was right. So he was at the stadium, and um, I mean, you've you've all heard it, so you know it's it's the it's a version of "Angels" by Robbie Williams, and then Robbie Williams yesterday surprised us all by doing it as well. And he's on tour, so he doesn't really have much time. So well done to him. So that was that was great, and apparently he's a Spurs fan now. So well done. Paul Port Vale. I mean, Spurs are the, as Max, Rush, Max Rushton says, the the big club who wins the stuff. Um, I don't know why Max Rushton would ever say that, because he does support Spurs and Cambridge and Spurs. I think Cambridge have won more in the last few years than Cambridge have, so I'm not too sure where he gets that from. Max, you can let us know if you're listening. And so it's not just Robbie Williams. We're then seeing his behaviour on on TNT. Like he had Peter Crouch and Joe Cole in stitches like were you guys watching it like and me as well like i was watching it live when it was happening yeah. and when the guy lifted up his his polo shirt he said what did he say to him you could have uh i don't know he said he said something really funny like you, you, you know at least take at least ask me out you know before you touch me like that and then it was when he asked him 
about the inverted fallbacks. It was a it was a great dig at Gary Neville where he said, you know, I'm just copying Pep, mate. <laughs> And and today I had an Arsenal fan, uh, it's a client actually, and uh, he messaged me. Do you want me to read to you what he said? I'll read it directly. Um, so this is the bit where there's dead air and you two have to fill in some space while I try and look for this message. Over to you guys. Uh, no, we'll let uh, you suffer. No. Yeah, well, it's not me, it's the listeners who are suffering. <laughs> Okay, so I mean, this is this is right, production values here are through the roof. So his name is Evagoras, and I'll read you what he said. So, by the way, really envious of Spurs getting an Ange guy is already a cult hero. Then he 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 sent me an image where it's the I'm just copying Pep mate. I'll zoom in. Ange Postecoglou on Tottenham playing with more freedom via TNT Sports. Uh, and anyway, we had a conversation about this. Evagoras is a mad Arsenal fan. I watched the game. I watched the game where we destroyed them, not last season, the season before, 3-0 at home, uh, at Chester's in Limassol, if anyone's been there. And it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen, the way that he just collapsed, like his team. And so for him to say something like that is, is fantastic. And it's not just Arsenal fans who are sitting up and taking notes. It seems to be everyone... First of all, we see the players sitting up and taking notice, the fans, and now it's everyone else. So where do you think this this Ange train is going? Ooh, to the uh, Premier League title, my friend. We're winning it all under Ange Postacoglu. There, I said it. We're going to win um, the effing league. No, we're winning the treble. <laughs> We're winning the treble. We're doing it undefeated. Um, Ange Postacoglu is going to have a giant statue built outside of White Hart Lane. Um, and yeah, no, um, and then we're all going to be talking in Australian with our um, with our hats with the corks on and the kangaroos everywhere. Yeah, it's all going to be a great party because Ange Postecoglou is winning it all for the plucky Tottenham Hotspur. Um, yeah, there you go, said it. Um, no, but, but on a, on an absolutely serious level though, I genuinely I think do you know what I mean. This is everything that the Celtic mob told us, right? I got told on my streams when we were linked with him. They were going. You're gonna love this guy. Just, just give it, give it a month, and you'll love it. I, I, I live off every word this man says. I think he talks so, so well, and he talks like your mate down the pub. But you trust everything this man says, right? I think when he talks, there's none of the BS. There's no smoke and mirrors. It's just right, you know. And not just that, as I, as I tweeted on our account, that's at Hotspur Way Show on Twitter or X. Actually, I'm going to call it Twitter until they change the actual domain name. So on Twitter. They have changed the domain name now, haven't they? It's x.com. No, I'm on Twitter.com looking at the account. They've kept Twitter.com, but it's now x.com. So not only is he all of these great things rolled into one, but the man knows a thing or two about winning football games. Agreed. Do you know what I mean? Like Harry could probably, Harry Redknapp I'm talking about, could probably still do a job. But it's it's true when he said it just go out there and fucking run around a bit that's what he said i don't think postocoglu would ever say go out there and fucking run around a bit he wouldn't do that you know there is structure there there's direction in in what he wants there's a whole plan and his philosophy is going through to these players so we've got the complete manager can you imagine though 
if we win the league with this guy. Guys, everyone, just close your eyes a minute. And it's we're coming to the end of the season. And this is where, again, I have to go to TottenhamHotspur.com. Are your eyes still closed? Matches. Let's see. So we're coming to the end of the season. Come on. This analogy is going for to the dogs, right? Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham Hotspur. I'm just trying to figure out when the last day of the season is. And uh, I'm, I'm not getting anywhere with this, which is fantastic. It's uh, 26th of May, right? No, I, I wouldn't know. So 26th of May. So it's the last game of the season. Here we go. I've got it here. So let's go to here and we go to fixtures. So, like a tricky running or something. No, that a lot. The end of the, the last right. like five or six games. Okay. So, guys, guys, close your, everyone close their eyes a minute. Now, and listen to this. We are neck and neck with City. And we play them at home on Saturday, the 20th of April, unless that probably game will be changed to a Sunday. But let's just say 20th of April comes along. And they are two points behind us. So we're top. In the last minute, they win the game 1-0. And they go one point ahead of us. The next game where everyone has now written us off and the Arsenal fans are laughing their asses off, we play Arsenal at home on the 27th of April. And we absolutely wallop them. City draw. We then play on the 4th of May against Liverpool at Anfield. We win 2-1. City have won again, so they're they're right on our on our tails. Saturday the eleventh of May, five o'clock. So it's, it's our last home game of the season against Burnley. We relegate them, we win seven nil. And then we go up to Sheffield United. And we don't just have the Premier League insights, but we want to relegate two fucking teams. We relegate them by winning four nil. And we win the Premier League title. At what's Sheffield United Stadium called? I should know it. Bramall Lane. Bramall Lane. We <laughs> after all these years, we lift the Premier League title at Bramall Lane on the nineteenth of May at, at nearly nine o'clock. No, <laughs> six. The game starts at six. With added time, eight thirty. How, how do you feel? Um, Can you I'll see it? Uh, no. Oh, come on. Were your eyes closed during all of that? James, James, I I love it. I love the optimism, and I genuinely do, but listen, we're nowhere near winning the Premier League right now. We've been been, listen, like We've never had this manager before. Guys, we haven't had James Madison before. It's possible. Start believing. All of you, start believing. Until it's not possible... (laughs) James, how about James? How about this? How about this? Come to come back to the pod uh, on the what? But on the last week of March, and we're still top of the league. Then I'll go. Do you know what? It's time to believe. But we no, let's be honest. I'm, we haven't even we haven't even got to September yet. We've played three games of football. I'm going to go earlier. Come back on the sixth of November, which is a Monday, or Tuesday, which is the seventh. I believe that. Or, because there's no fanning around with the World Cup um, and all that jazz. Well, 6th of November, what, 
Fourth, sorry to interrupt, but fourth of fourth of November we play Chelsea at White Lane. Exactly. So we do a pod normally yeah. on a Monday and Tuesday. So on the seventh of November, if we are still around top three, I will start believing then. Guys, we're going to win. We're going to win the effing league. I don't understand. You, you didn't close your eyes. If any of you have closed your eyes and been through that, and you had visualised my words, we're going to win it because. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm going a bit early. We can win it. We can win the league. I mean, okay. Everton can. Everton. No, Everton cannot win the league. No, no. Tech, well, I'm, but I'm not talking about technicalities. Everton can't even. Everton, Everton can't even afford to put seats in their new stadium. They can't win the league. If Not even technically. Of the, the last 35 games, they'll win the league. This is the that ain't ever going to happen. Right that will never, ever happen. Ever. Yeah, I'll, I'll, eat my, I'll eat a shoe. I'll, I'll eat my greatest Nike pair of trainers. Both of them. Yeah, with gravy, that's, that's if that happens. That ain't, happen, that ain't happen in this season, right? Uh, so, can I just say, I kind of want it to happen just for this to be the first, li- the first live stream on, on YouTube. Of uh, the Hotspur Way podcast of you eating a shoe, caked in gravy. I two of them. Want it to I'll eat both of them. Two of them. Yeah, and I'm 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 size twelve. I've got huge feet, so you'll have to take me to the hospital later. I don't I don't have to. I'll tell you what. I I'll I'll eat your shoes as well because it ain't happening. Everton are not winning the league this season, right? Oh, I know. So not even on a technicality. But but I told you last week, belief is an amazing word. Okay, it's it's one of the most powerful words in the English dictionary, in not just the English dictionary, but in most dictionaries, because when you start to believe it doesn't matter how good you think you are. Okay, people might put you on a certain level and you're seven levels above it and it doesn't matter. As soon as this window closes and we we have a settled squad and we know who's in and who's gone. Then we can go ahead and win the league. And wow, if we win the league, oh my goodness me. I mean, other podcasters said, you know, they're done and they won't post again. Oh, fuck me. We'll go into overdrive. We'll do a pod every day if we go and win the league. Uh, it's, it's, it's something, it's something that, that we have to believe that we can do. And I guarantee, I guarantee that maybe not right now, but maybe by November, Ross is right, the management team, if we're up there in the top three, they are telling them, guys, these are the next games that are coming up. Can you feel it? Can you feel that energy? Can you see us winning that trophy and shutting all of them up? And that's what he's great at. That underdog story, you spoke about this last week. The way that he he, he gets players and everyone around him going. And imagine working with that guy. God, I'd love it if I could work with with someone like that. And... And that's that's probably what he's saying to them. Maybe not right now, but we'll get there. If we're if we're there or thereabouts come November, and we've got some targets in place for January, which we know we'll probably end up signing, which will really help us, hopefully boost us. We can win this league, and that's all I'm going to say. And I, I don't care if anyone clips it. We don't. Well, maybe don't have enough listeners for people to clip it. But even if even if they do, and we we end up seventh or eighth I don't care because right now this is how I feel the guy has made me believe and I I didn't think that I would I didn't believe that I would be like this at this point in this season looking back you know if I take myself back to March and I reposted some of the stuff some of the tweets turgid Tottenham rubbish Tottenham I'm so sick of this blah 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 
And I said, guys, these are the tweets just a few months ago. Look at where we are today. What a difference. So we just need to take that belief, wrap it up, sit on it, and off we go. I think it's time for the Ross Report. Right, so that's where the jingle would have gone. I'm going to edit that bit out. Ross, the Ross Report is you talking really fast for 60 seconds. I hope you've prepared something. Where you you give us all of the ITK information, uh, maybe like five minutes ITK information rolled into 60 seconds. Of course, none of us are ITK, so what Ross is doing is for... Um, is for fun reasons. Over to you. Are you ready? I was born a couple of days late. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Cue, cue, cue the jingle. The Ross Report. Tango and Dombele is set to leave. It seems like the big daddy Angers confirmed it, and but Gio is to stay. Um, PSG have been following Tango for the last few years, and Verratti, who looks like he's been going to Saudi Arabia, could be the make weight. Um, we are have. We, it looks like it's unlikely we're going to sign a new striker. Reggie has interested United, but they've interested in a few left backs because they're, all their left backs are dying. And Spence to Leeds on loan sounds like a good deal. Done. And that was the Ross report. Now, what do you do? You believe any of that? I believe the first two bits where Tangai will leave. I don't, I'd be surprised if PSG really want him. But then again, I'm surprised with everything PSG do. Um, Gio Lacelso to stay. Yeah, why not? He came on and did all right briefly against um, Bournemouth. Um, and I getting a new striker and it's looking less and less likely, which is a shame. But it, look, if it's not going to be Gift or Van or something like that, then I'm hearing so many people go, well, we should sign a striker. Who? Who? Who should we sign? Because it's so easy to say we need A, B and C. But all right, name them. Name all of these players that you want us to sign. Yeah. Because I said it to someone the other day and they backtracked so far, almost fell out flat. It was like, oh yeah, well that's not my job. That's not my job, is it? You know, it's this, well, if the, Vlahovic doesn't fit our system, and I'm standing by that. I don't care who shouts it, um, unless it's my dad. And then, uh, apart from that, you are trying to unearth gems, and then we're almost falling into the Janssen Soldado kind of realms where we're, we're putting hopes on players, and every transfer is comes with its, uh, I don't know. I suppose Bar Haaland and Mbappe and Messi, you're not going to get a guarantee anymore. And you don't know if players are going to settle or anything like that. Reggie to United, that would be weird. That would be really weird. Um, but I think Spence to Leeds is a, would be a, makes sense. He seems to be a championship player with a slightly championship attitude. So that's my interpretation of it. I don't know what you guys think. Hmm. Well... Andre Cook on Reddit asks, realistically, what do you think is truly holding up the gift Auburn signing? So where you said where is a striker, there's one right there. Perchi, what do you think? What's what's holding up the gift Auburn signing? Um, It can only be that the manager doesn't really want him, right? Or doesn't want him. I think if, from what I'm reading is that a striker is, unless something changes in the last, in the next few days, we're not going to sign a striker. I, 
The only thing with the Orban one is, is I think the only thing it could spark is on on deadline day on Friday. That with a lot, if Ghent qualify for the um, Europa Conference League, they want to keep him until then. Let's see. That'll be the only thing I think for him. Let's see. But I don't know. I'm, I'm guided because I want to give Orban big time. All right. I think that if if we really wanted him, uh, we would have got him because it's quoted at 30 million. I understand the reservations because 30 million in the Premier League isn't a lot of money, but in real life, 30 million pounds. Do you know what I could do with 30 million pounds? And what all of us could do with that sort of money? You know, and even giving 10% of it away to charity, it's still 27 million. I mean, that's still unbelievable amounts of money so to spend 30 million pounds on a player that has had two seasons in professional football yeah that's that's um that's that's a bit worrying but i do but i do believe though yeah but we need a striker i know but i think 30 million for someone unproven you as I said, oh, but we're paying of... fifty million pounds for Brennan Johnson. It doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, but he's Premier League. Um, Is he? The... Yeah, but we have a chance. Premier League, Premier League experience, and he's crap. We so it's like, crap. oh yeah, he's who's crap? crap? Sorry, I was on Reddit. Oh no, just saying, using the Premier League experience as a, as a part to sort of as your argument. We, I could name you. I could name you tons of Premier League experienced strikers that are absolutely pony. Like if you're gonna go, if for me, if you're gonna go sign a striker and you want that is gonna get your goals, you'd go and buy a Taiwo, wouldn't you? Right from Forest, because he's a real deal. I like him a lot, big time. But yeah, I, with the Allbad one, everything about Allbad, he scores it at every single level he's played at. Right, that's the key bit. He's not. He's not. He's not in there. He's absolutely showing up that league. Right. That's how you know this player's good. He's not getting 10 or 15 goals. This kid's getting 30, right? He's, he's, he's on course for big numbers. Mm. I don't know about that. Look, all I know is that if you keep Richarlison, who is the only recognised striker at the club, and you don't have someone who is hung, hungry and eager and wants to dislodge him to prove not just to the whole world but to himself that I can be the number nine of Tottenham Hotspur and I can lead the line, then we've got a problem. We've, we've got a problem because if it comes to the point where we don't have a recognised striker who can play the, the Ange system and score goals and Richarlison gets injured, forget the fact that he might not be playing well, but then gets injured and then we've got an injury, let's say, to Sun, what do we do? We put Scarlet in there. That's 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 now that's that's sort of like, oh yeah, we've got I forgot about him. But is is he ready? I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he'll have to be thrown into the deep end. Him or him or Scarlet. But then again, is that the kind of planning that a team who hopefully on the nineteenth of May, it is the nineteenth of May, right? I gave a whole uh, speech about it earlier. Is it the night? Yeah, nineteenth of May. Are hopefully going to win the Premier League. Is that the kind of planning the big boy? clubs do I'll answer my own question absolutely not they don't and even with, even with Haaland at City let me just finish this even with Haaland at City they've still got is it Alvarez what a player he is I'll take him in a heartbeat what an absolute brilliant player he is okay and so 
we we have to we we have to plan properly and the fact that Anne says that he knew from the first conversation he had with Kane that Kane was going to go because he wanted a new challenge then then I'm pretty sure he would have said to Levy well you know because he's going to go obviously I'll take a look at Richarlison obviously I will but here's my list of targets I would like the club to look at because Ange has been around for a long time and he knows players I don't believe for one second he just said we're fine with uh, an 18 year old who probably is a club signing from Argentina at Scarlet yeah he'll be alright and I can just put Perisic on the left or Solomon on the left and, and Sun can be up front there is no fucking way that Ange Postacoglu said that in any meeting absolutely none and if if we've got the stadium and we've got the or the game changing stadium we've got the best uh, training complex in the world so we're sort of attempting to look like we're a big boy club then we need to start acting like one and this is when you speculate we have the money we've had the time you know it's not like we it's not like uh, a day before Kane left we found out and we didn't know and then we had to accept and and you know now we're scrambling trying to find a striker we have known for a while since Kane came back 12th of July right 28th of August now and we don't have we don't have another striker it's worrying it's very very worrying and it's worrying for me because we're not acting like a fucking big club and that is what bothers me yeah I agree with that I agree I think we have to go we should be getting a striker in but Listen, I'll, I'll be I'll be devil's advocate on this part. If the one we want isn't available, then I'd happily wait it for six months. Maybe this in six months at, or a few months, whatever it is. So it might be Tony then, right? It might, might be, be Tony. Ivan Tony. I'm, I'm, I I'm I really rate him. I really rate him. I think Ross. I think what we've got to do when I come over to the UK, I'll um I'll sit with you and we'll we'll rewatch some some Brentford games and I'll show you. He is a very, very good player playing in a low block, mid block team, and he he scores a hatful of goals in a team that can create chances like ours. God knows what he could do. That's all I'm going to say about him. I and just, what is Tony? It's an attitude thing. That's the only. This that's the only. I saw his interview. He did. Um, I don't know what the podcast is, but he was talking about the ban and he was, seemed just to be blaming everyone else bar himself. And sometimes you can just pick up on these things. And if, in Andrew's shoes, he seems to like to... Cause he, I think when we signed Van Der Ven and who else have we bought? Vicario. He spoke to them beforehand and he got good vibes and all that. And he also spoke to Madison, obviously. Um, I just wonder with Ivan Tony. It's, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, for me, I would stay clear of him, but it is, it's just all, it's all about opinions. And I, if we buy him and he, but, and he gets a bucket load of goals, I will happily eat your other shoe. Well, let's let's listen to what Josh THFC Aussie underscore Spurs on Twitter asks: Would Callum Wilson be a viable strike option for Spurs? Currently sits on the bench for Newcastle and certainly has an eye for goal. Early's injury record worries me a bit. Percy, what do you think? Callum. Who does that say? Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson. Yeah, oh, that's going to go down like a like a lead balloon, isn't it, in the football club? Yeah, let's put let's put, put imagine just having Richarlison and Callum Wilson in training together would be quite fun, wouldn't it? What you don't think Callum Wilson oh. could score goals for us? No, I'm, nothing about him. I think he's a good player, but after everything that happened in the summer, 
I don't think I don't think Callum Wilson and Richardson in the same team is the right thing to do at the moment. <laughs> do you know what happened? What? Right? Uh, I I vaguely remember. What? To remind everyone. So Mikel Antonio and Callum Wilson. Oh, like, they did the podcast the street, or something, right? Like doing a live podcast, basically saying, uh, "Oh, Spurs need to sign a new number nine. This guy's rubbish." Blah blah blah. And Richarlison responded back something like, "I can't remember whatever it was," and was pissed off. Basically, say, "Oh no, they said I'm not going to shake either of their hands or something like that." So yeah, so I don't think Callum Wilson's probably going to be like. I don't think that'd be a good idea. Did it really? Do, uh, it, you know what? That's the kind of th those are the 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 massive stone balls we need at our club. Yeah, bring him in. And moving on, Gilflover underscore sixty nine on Reddit asks, "How much money would it take for you to eat a large live rat?" You'd really be surprised by how much you'll find out about a person from this question. Ross, how much money would it take a large live rat? Now, I'll give you some context. I've I've had I've had pet rats. Uh, the reason I had pet rats, just to let everyone know, is I I got a Burmese. Uh, albino python in 2004 and in cyprus at the time you couldn't give them frozen food they just have live food and when i saw what happened to one of the rats uh when the burmese python ate it i then gave the burmese python back kept the rats and uh they're amazing pets so ross how much money would it take for you to leave a large uh, to eat a large live rat just looking up some numbers how much did um it's the size of a, a large live rat is the size of a keyboard a, de a, a pc keyboard oh, no, I'm with not, the tail I'm, I'm sure about the size i'm just how much did neymar go to psg for was it 200 million euros 225 yeah, about I think. double that about double that so 550 million yes fair enough perchy how much would it take a microphone <laughs> and you're done <laughs> Is is the is the rat is, <laughs> is 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 the rat clean in the sense of like it's rats it's are extremely it? clean animals. Oh, if you mean disease, disease well, like Gilflover underscore sixty nine doesn't say that, but because he's got sixty nine in his name, then the rat the rat might have an STD. Uh, that do you know what? That, I mean, that's going to up the ante. That's the problem. Like my point being here is. If if it's not gonna if it does it kill me if I eat this thing? He doesn't say it. That's the risk you've got to take. Ah, oh, then it's gonna cost. Oh, I'm gonna go triple what Neymar's getting paid. Screw that. What Neymar's life. getting paid? How much is he getting paid? It was at two thousand a second. What was it? I can't remember. Yeah, I want to be paid six thousand a second. Six thousand a second for the rest of your life. Yeah, six thousand a second for the next five years, and then I'll do it. Deal. How many seconds in, did you say five years? In five years, yes, there you go. Uh, I've got a number one. How many seconds does a year have? 31 million. One minute. Let me just work this out for you and then we can, we're nearly wrapping this show up. Uh, we'll talk about Fulham in a minute. This times five equals one five what? Wow, it's a big number. 157, one minute, 157 million, 680,000 seconds times, how much, mate? What was, what, how much is Neymar getting? 6,000? No, he said you, he gets paid 2,000. So, so you want six. Oh, you're nearly at a billion. No, no, you are. No, you are. 
you are at no you're at yeah you're at a billion 946 billion you're the richest man on earth 946 billion um, there you go. i'll eat a wrap for that there you go put all the money in the pot i want, I want it verified in there and i'll do it Don't. well i will never ever eat uh any live animal I don't care how much money it would take. I don't have any kids right now. If one, if I soon, hopefully, if one of them was, um, if someone put it to me and said, you know, they, your kid either lives or dies, I would eat it, but only for a reason like that. Mac Lee Moore on Reddit asks, would you rather have, this is a really good question, would you rather have an Ndombele reden- redemption arc or a Dele redemption arc? Let's say the club didn't sell him. And... Given the redemption arc is guaranteed. Good question. Good. I know. I I think so as well. Good question, Mackley Moore. (laughs) Go on, Ross. Oh, if I could get Delhi back today, I I would happily drive him back to um, White Hart Lane. I miss the boy. I um. Arc or not, right? Even redemption arc or not, I would have him back. I would. In a heartbeat. I mean, everyone saw the interview. Everyone's heart poured out to him. Even, and you know, well done to Everton as well for looking after him. But oh god, yeah. I mean, as a sort of shadow to Madison as well on the footballing side, it's great. It'd just be great, and to have him back in and Poster Coglu looking after him. Could you imagine that? The guy mm. would just be happy for life, and it would just be now. Yeah, I would. And Don Valley, unless there's something going on in a kind of Delhi way where there's something behind the scenes that we're not knowing of. He just he comes across so so oh mundane and solemn and uninterested and there does come a point where you just go right skip please he's he's not helping anyone he's not helping himself so yeah I don't know what Perch thinks. Uh, for me, uh, what I suggest is well if it's, if I was picking out the two Delhi Ali uh, because Ndombele has at least Delhi Ali's done something at his football club. Uh, Delhi, Delhi, not not Delhi Ali, just Delhi. We know why we oh. don't call him Ali. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Um, yeah, but for me, yeah, it is what it is. Like, I wouldn't personally wouldn't have him back I, because I don't think it's the right thing for him. I don't think him coming back is gonna is a listen. It's all that's all sentimental stuff. I'm not. I'm trying to not be that sentimental guy, but I just think for me. Good luck to him. Listen, as long as he's happy. I want him to be happy, though. That's the one thing I do. He deserves happiness. And I hope after... Big up to him, by the way, for the interview, by the way. Like, before anything else, mad respect to that interview. Because that was a uh, top draw. He's going to be happy yeah. back back at Tottenham. Will he, though? Yep. Tottenham was one part of the problem, though. We were part of the problem. So let's let's remember that. We were, As a football club, we didn't... We clearly didn't help this kid in the right way. We didn't... I don't think Mourinho we, we, helped him, either. No, 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 no. He's. I actually don't think it's Mourinho. I think I can't believe I'm sitting there defending Jose Mourinho here, but I think as a football club, by allowing and commissioning the Amazon Prime stuff the way that we did, it's an absolute disgrace. I don't care. I'll say how it is. The fact that, as he said, they cut. They didn't. They cut bits out to make it into a certain into a pantomime as they did. He said. Oh yeah, no. Jose came up to me a few days later and said, "No, I'm sorry. Nope, you've you've shot, you've proven it to me, and I apologise. I should not have said that." Funny how that bit gets cut out because it's not good television, right? Sorry, ran over, but yeah, as a football club, we let him down. 
Yeah, I I think um, wasn't just a football club. He he let himself down as well. I mean, he he was his family were were begging him to seek help, and he he didn't. And and I think just the whole thing was a vicious circle. But for me, I would love him back. Now let's talk about the Hotspur Way match prediction league that went really really well. None of us got it. We did have one person, one person only. Piet Snot at P I E T Piet Snot one 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 on Twitter. He told us that we would win. That Bournemouth would score one, Spurs would score four. He listed the scorers. Uh, no, none of those scorers. He said Richarlison scored two, Lachelso one, Nudogi one. No, I can't believe no one took this. No one took this seriously. One person only. So I'll 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 re-say the rules. If you get the score right, you get three points. It's three points, right? And you get two points. In fact, I've actually got it on. I've got the post here. So you get, if you go to Reddit, you can find it there. Hotspur Way Match League or Match Predictions League. I spelt league wrong and now I can't edit it. Brilliant, James. So rules. You get three points for getting the score right. You get a further two points for naming the Spurs player or players who score. Come 1st of January 2024, we'll give away, we'll buy you a t-shirt from the Spurs Club shop. At the end of the season, the person who comes top of the league, it doesn't count us three. Because Perch is still top, but it doesn't matter if other players get involved. Sorry, Perch, you get a microphone instead. Then the person who who wins, who's top at the end of the season, will get another prize. Uh, We don't know what it is yet, but just take part. Just DM us or go on to to Reddit and tell us what the next score is going to be, which is Fulham. Uh, it's for it's not just the Premier League; it's for all games. Let's read out another question. Jalafinho two seven four three on Reddit asks, "What's the best shape for chicken nuggets? Like Mackie shapes or even the dinosaurs? Dinosaur seems to be a thing, a theme. Flavoring, original or a little spicy? Ross, over to you. I'm trying to think what my boy would say. I think he'd go McDonald shape." He's, it's just a shame he's not here. He's quite a nugget expert. So, yeah, I, I'm going to go by what my 10-year-old son would say, and that would be McDonald's, your, your standard McDonald's shape, I think. Once you start going into dinosaur shapes, it's getting too fancy. Getting too fancy. And Rocco 12 on Reddit asks, if you could add anything or attach anything to the stadium, what would it be? Perchy. Um, add something to the stadium? Yeah. Oh. Bring, 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 make it. I don't know. Just bring it back to make it look like old YR Lane. I thought. Well, it, I, I think it does. I don't know. I had this. I mean, I I had this feeling that it sort of does. It reminds me of the old YR Lane, in it's a weird I, way. I, yeah, I, for me, for me, I don't know. Maybe it's the asymmetricity of it. I don't know what nah, it is, but I know what it is. What they need to do. What? Look back the lettering on the seats. None of this crappy, just blue stuff. I want to see the cockerel at the south end, THFC on one, something on the other. Like, make it Tottenham again. It's just a stupid stadium without Tottenham. <laughs> Ran over. There you go. I, I got well into that one, didn't I? Bloody hell. <laughs> and Ross? <laughs> oh, um, what would I bring back? Uh... You don't have to bring something back. You can add anything or attach anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know 
what, I'd have better bloody Wi-Fi in the bloody stadium. A stadium that costs a billion pounds. Better Wi-Fi. Just good Wi-Fi. I mean, come on, Daniel. Come on. Put some Wi-Fi. Decent good Wi-Fi. Really good Wi-Fi. Top of the range stuff that all 62 odd thousand can get easily without having to fanny around. I know you don't want people on their phones, but come on. Right, so what I would do, let me just, this is where you guys fill in the air again. So good at it. I, 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 right. So what I would do is, in the, in the north stand, I would try to fit in seventeen thousand one hundred and fifty seats, and that would take us to eighty thousand as a capacity. And then what I would do is people who have been coming to the games, not as season ticket holders. Um, but who have shown loyalty and it's really easy to work that out, okay, because, you know, I've bought a certain amount of tickets and they're in, your details are in a database, then I would have concessions there for senior citizens and for kids and for um, parents who can prove that they're um, basically on either some sort of support or whatever and give them extremely low ticket prices. I'm talking in the region of, like, so if a family of four went, it would cost 50 quid. And that's what I would do. Because I think that we would then have a future at Tottenham with fans who were in and around the area who then could go to the stadium, no problem. And uh, everyone would be happy. So let's move on to the Fulham preview. I think we're going to win. I'll give you my prediction right now. I think we're going to win 3-0. It's at Craven Cottage, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think the scorers are going to be Udoji. I'll write this down. Udoji, Richarlison, and I've got a feeling that Hoiberg's going to score. Perchy, what do you think? Uh, we're we're going to win 3 1. Uh, Sun's going to get a couple, and I'm going to go. I'll give it a uh, little There you go. So, okay, and that's Perchy. And you guys can take part as well. All we have to do is DM us or just go onto Reddit and find the find the what's it called. I'll add the link to the to the description. What about you, mate? Go on, Ross, tell us. I am going for 3-1. Yep. Scarlet Son and Basuma. So you've just said one three, Scarlet, Son, and Biss. I'm not letting the Scarlet thing go. I still think he should just play. Fair enough. Now let's be realistic. Do you think that we can go there and win? Yeah, I, I think we've got enough. It, it it depends how much Fulham care about it. I mean, I, they haven't. They've started off the season okay-ish, I think. I know they got the draw against Woolwich at the weekend, but it depends where their priorities lie. Um, they're very mid-tably, so maybe they will sort themselves out and look to cause an upset, I suppose, if it is caused, called an upset. But It would be, I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Um, we normally do all right there, though, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what type of team they put out. I know um, that they're young defenders not training with them at the minute the one that was linked with us and he wants to go to Monaco he's not training with them because um, he wants to leave so 
Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what team they put out. Perchy? Yeah, listen, I think team-wise, I think I think he's going to... I just don't want to see mass rotation, really. Just get three or four in. But I'm, I'm excited for tomorrow. Would you play Richarlison? Uh, no. Really? You want us to win? No. You want I, us to win? Think, yeah. So, so why why would you play him in the league and not the Carabao Cup? No, I think yeah, I thought I, I saw the light the other day. That's I saw the light. Yeah, I saw the light on uh, Saturday. Ah, oh, oh, he's awful. He's not very good. But listen, I I, I wouldn't be against. Not, I'm not going to die on that hill, but I want to see a bit of something different, right? Sun down the middle, Perisic on the left. Maybe Solomon on the right. Saying a bit different, right? That's what I like to see. Yeah, I think there'll be just a few changes. I can see Richarlison playing. I think Solomon will play, possibly Perisic. Sun Kulisevsky, Madison will get a rest. I can see Lachelso uh, coming in, Hoiberg coming in, Skip coming in. So I think we'll have a completely different midfield, which I don't agree with, by the way. I don't agree. If that happens, I don't agree with it. I know that the manager needs to see them play. But the problem is, it's so. if we lose, we're out, right? So it's 90 minutes where you can't really risk and we have to go for a cup. I'd much rather get the FA Cup, but you know we've, we're going for three trophies this season. I think we're going to win one of them, which is a big one, but I would rather Bissouma was still there pulling the strings and then maybe you had uh, Lo Celso and Hoiberg because Skippy has already played this season. Um, at the back, I would... Udoggy, Udoggy, is it Udoggy? I can't Yeah, I think it's Udoggy. Udoggy. I would have him playing. I would also have Vicario. On the right, I would have uh, Emerson. And I would probably keep our centre-backs as they are until we had a one or two goal lead. And then I would... Hopefully, we did that and we really went at them. Uh, so you start off with a fairly strong side and then we can we can switch it out if we're... Uh, what was my score prediction? My score prediction was that we're going to win 3-0. So if we're winning 2-0 or nearly 3-0, then yeah, then you can swap out the centre-backs after that. So we have the last question from Hot Choco on Reddit. It's got three questions, actually. Number one, and Ross, this is to you. Who's the best-looking lad in our squad, in your opinion? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Mickey, it's Mickey, isn't it? It Mickey is. You're so fine. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think so. I, I think he's he's the best looking guy. He's fast yeah. as well. So you know, in and out. Really fast. Yeah. Question two, purchase for you. If you could bring back one player to the team, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Oh, good question. Good question. Um, I'm gonna go. Harry Kane <laughs> <laughs> Harry Kane we need we need goals right bring back the best goal scorer we've had let's bring him back um, yeah I'm going to go I'm going to stick with that. that it's a bit boring but let's go with that I think he'd be, in this team he'd score loads of goals so many right and Ross third question is four questions confession time is there any player from rival teams that you're a fan of rival teams that would be West Ham Chelsea and Arsenal yeah oh god I was hoping to say Man City um, no not rivals not until we win the league and they start bitching <laughs> and trying to do a Poznan and we throw eggs at them it's hard to know what players Chelsea have got at the minute it's 
weird little team. Uh, Arsenal, yeah. It's got to be Saka, mate. It's got to be Saka. Yeah. It's got to be because wow, wow, what a player! Right, let's just be honest. He's really good, and he, yeah, it has to be Saka. I was, I was trying to think of any strikers that we could nick, but neither team have a striker. No, no, exactly. Saka, it has to be Saka. Question four for me: Would you rather be a ball or a boot? Now I thought about this. When I play football, those of those who have played football with me know that I have uh, I'm this might sound weird but I've one of the hardest shots probably in the world I have um, for some reason huge muscly legs uh, I'll take a well when you guys meet me you'll, you'll see and for some oh, the, the fact that I've got size 12 boats as feet means that when I hit a ball and I, if I hit it cleanly um, I've put goalkeepers in hospital on more than four occasions so I don't want to be the boot because I know what my boots can do but I would love to if if the ball was sentient and I was kicking it I would want to know would it be the kind of ball that said I want to get out of the way of this like some footballers do especially when you're playing five aside or eight aside or eleven aside you see some people like jumping out of the way like especially those who know me it's so funny when I go to take a shot and then I learn to dummy so I go to take a shot and they'll like duck so I'll just dummy and go around them and so I want to be the ball. I want to see what kind of ball that is. And if it was me and I knew that I was about to hit it, I'll probably get out of the way as well. So that has been the fighting cock. I'm kidding. That's been Hotspur Way. I'm glad you liked it. We're going to be on again this week after the Fulham game. And we're going to preview the Burnley game where we smash them, go top of the table. We're going to look back at the Fulham game, which will be interesting. And... Um, we're going to catch you all later. Oh, someone just did leave a question right now on Reddit. I know, just now it just popped up. And the question is, before we go. Oh, where is it? I just saw it. Uh, who would win in a fight, Romero or Maguire? I could answer that. Because I'm a big... Well, because I'm a big boxing fan and Dubois was so unlucky. I was watching it. I was so frustrated. That was ridiculous. It was like watching Eurovision, uh, an exhibition Eurovision match, right? Honestly, well, that stupid singer. I don't know if any of you watched it. If you were allowed to only hit the other person in the head, Maguire would win because Romero would, would, would be absolutely knackered and would just fall down dead. If he just kept punching Maguire all day in that head of his, the guy wouldn't feel a thing. If you're allowed to, like, MMA shit, probably, yeah. I mean, uh, he would just scissor him, take him out completely, and I think Romero would win. You guys? Uh, Romero beats Maguire. Dumb. I think so. Romero's a nutter. Romero does some boxing as well. I don't think Maguire is in a state of mind at the minute to take uh, kind of tactics on boxing-wise, and I think Romero would just destroy him. Yeah, I I think so. I think so too. So we've been going for nearly 80 minutes, which is a really long time. And uh, so I think that's it, guys. We're going to see you during the week, and it's been beautiful. It's been lovely. And uh, really looking forward to more of your questions. We had quite a few in today, and uh, it, was, it, it made the show... Um, 
quietly different. Mate, what is that? Have you got a parrot in the background? What was that? I, I heard that. What was it? I don't know. Ross, is that you? I don't know what it was. Got, I heard some... It sounds, it sounds like there's a parrot in the background who every now and then repeats a few words. It sounds really weird. The Hotspur Way parrot. Call him, we'll, we'll call him... As they, in Cyprus, every parrot you see is called Gogo. I don't know why. So we're going to call the Hotspur Way parrot Gogo. And with that, guys, love you loads, and we will see you later. Peace out. Cheers. Thank you.